Earlier this week, we had one of them what I call those bullshit ass company meetings when them big wigs come on through and start spewing that false prophecy gas. And, you know, the people who drink the Kool-Aid, they love that type of stuff. But the people who who with it, you know, they know it's some bullshit which I fit into that category. And usually in these meetings, you know, my mind just goes everywhere, mainly about my life and things of that nature and how, I, you know, I got to this point. And then I had myself, caught myself this past me thinking about the civil rights era for whatever reason. And that just brings me to my next point. People who know me know I love me some Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I love me some more MLK. That's that I... I love him so much for what he stood for. My man, he did the ultimate gesture. He gave up his life for us, you know. And I also, too, love me some Malcolm X. And I often wonder how far we would be as a people if we followed M uh, Malcolm X doctrine, you know, do for self, uh, an eye for an eye. I just often wonder as a people how far we would be if everybody, all the black folk rallied behind Malcolm X. I say, whoa. Welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man Aldo Nice. It's your boy Raj Smooth. Wow, it's your boy Los AKCAP. We back. Um, and we're gonna try to keep the regular energy that y'all accustomed to. I mean, last week we obviously was on a, a, a special episode where we had to talk about some real things. We're gonna yeah. still talk about some real things, but uh, we back to our regular schedule program. You heard the uncle. Sorry, Uncle, for not having your, your intro music on last time. This podcast brought to you by the Uncle. Shout out to the Uncle. And um, we can party all night. We can party all night, man. When you're really into fitness, but you want to eat some chicken mm -hmm. like that. Um, but you know, um, Rumble, shout out once again. This podcast mm -hmm. brought to you by Rumble. Uh, Rumble had some interesting things. He was talking about that work, that fake work prophecy, like the, the work doctrine. And I mean, I get that. That's that's real talk. But the, the bigger question he was asking was, how far would we have gotten if we followed Malcolm's lead as opposed to Martin? Now, I, I, I might have said this story on the podcast before. Stop me if I have. Uh, but it was one day I was having I was having dinner and we were all out drinking and having um, and eating some food. And somebody brought up the point and I said something about Martin Luther King. And their response was that. Uh, and I basically was ranking my top black people of all time. Mm hmm. And I said that uh, Barack Obama was like number two. Well, Jesus was number one, but that's neither here nor there. That is here and there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that uh, Frederick Douglass was number two and Barack Obama was number three and Martin Luther King was number four. And they chastised me. And I was like, well, the thing is, Frederick Douglass was doing all his work in a time where they could have just lynched him up. Like mm -hmm. it was slavery times. Like that was the... It was had to be tougher to get the work he was done and being in the White House with Abraham Lincoln and doing yeah. everything else at his time. So he was like the top. And then Barack and went to the high. Play that perm. <laughs> <laughs> play that perm major. Um, and Barack ascended to the the leader of the free world. Like he, like 
I mean, outside of like Mansa Musa or like Shaka Zulu or somebody back in the day, he's probably the highest stature black man of all time. So I was like, Martin Luther King got to come after that. And, and the person responded to me with, Martin Luther King was nonviolent. Like he didn't raise a hand to them boys. And they still bust his head. Yeah. Like Barack ain't got his head bust, neither did Frederick Douglass. Like they kill that man for not being violent. We could talk about how Malcolm was like, hey, man, by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And he got his ass killed. Yeah. But that's the energy he was putting out there. Mm-hmm. To an extent, it's so much more sad and so much more fucked up that Martin Luther King got killed when he was on some, look, peaceful protest. Turn mm-hmm. the other cheek, man. Look, sit out here, take that ass whipping at this um, at this counter or this, yeah. or this diner and have these people spit on you and take you to jail. Yeah. And they still bust his head. So Martin Luther King, like my my impression of him move all the way from the bottom to, I mean, from number four to number two right after Jesus Christ. So, I mean, I don't know. Where are you guys at thinking about the Martin Malcolm narrative? Raj, how do you feel so, about that? So, uh, so yeah, Mal- uh, Martin Luther King is, is my number two, Martin Luther King. And um, <clears throat> I think it's better to be a king than a doctor. So, uh, <laughs> um. But but what I what I know or what I what I think I that's what make him better than Barack. Barack was a president, but he was a king. Barack was a president, he was a king. But but, um, but but Jesus was a king too, so we got that. I mean, I never said that that man was over Jesus. I said Jesus was number one. I'm a green. Come on, man. So um, so on, but but what on, I, what I think on, I know man. about Malcolm is Malcolm was at, at that that eye for an eye, you know, by any means necessary, at uh, one point in his life because they needed that radical. And I think if we would have followed that radical movement, like he didn't even follow, he didn't even continue to follow. But mm-hmm. if we would have just continued on with that, then it would have just made him easier to call us savages. So I don't think that we'd be any further than we are now, probably even further behind than we are now. Mm. I, I I disagree with that. I feel like um, Martin Luther King definitely, you know, peaceful protests, all of those things. I feel like Malcolm was all about the black dollar standard in the black community. I think he was trying to make us be self-sufficient and and keep our money to us. Um, I read something a while ago saying that, you know, the black dollar doesn't even circulate through the black community at one time. But other races such as uh, Chinese or Hispanics, that dollar circle through their community more than ours do. So basically what he's saying is when we go shopping, we don't spend, we don't buy black, you know, uh, we don't buy black. Like I remember coming up, it was a few black, black businesses in the community that we, where we, my daddy shopped cleaners. We went to Cotton's, you know, we went to certain places that were owned by black people. And now all those places are gone. You know, uh, I think there was more of, uh, Malcolm X teaching along with the, we with the shits, but, I feel like his whole thing was, you know, we don't need them. Let's let's make sure we take care of us more so than anything. So for me, I think him and, and Martin are neck and neck. I wish I wish maybe some kind of way they they could have they could have teamed up or ganged up, gang gang that thing, and, and, and made it happen. But you know, they're kind of neck and neck in, in my book, in my rankings. But I'm definitely I definitely feel like if we would have followed the teaching of maybe not killing everybody or just shooting people that we don't like from Malcolm X, but definitely keeping the black dollar in the black in the community and making sure we're self sufficient and we don't need white people back okay. in the day. I mean I'm looking it up right now. Well, I just, and, and they said that he I was just wanna, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanna before before we before you know I, I guess you, the first thing they said Los was that you disagree with me, but you then you kinda 
went off on a went off on a tangent on something that I didn't even mention. And um and so I never said that uh yeah, I think that we shouldn't spend black dollars as black people. I didn't I didn't <laughs> Oh I, I wouldn't know I wouldn't that. I'm just saying I just said that I think that the I think that the 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 question was is if we would have stayed on that you know an eye for an eye like if we'd have stayed on that because if we'd have stayed there that wouldn't have helped us that was mine but yeah sure let's I I I typically if I have the option of buying something black or something non-black yeah. then I'm usually gonna go with the black option. I wasn't saying you wasn't doing that I, I, all I was saying was I don't think that's all Malcolm X was about for the eye for eye daddy. I don't think that's all he was about. When you talk about Malcolm X, you got to talk about him as a whole. The totality thing. of the person. And I mean, I, like I said, I just read that he was Malcolm Little when he was born. Mm-hmm. Then he was Detroit Red. <laughs> then he was Malcolm X. And you're telling us now that he was actually Malcolm Hustle. Crenshaw, Malcolm Hustle. No, I get your point. And this is another part that it's an elephant in the room that I feel like both of you two guys would and should and absolutely agree with. We've talked about this before mm-hmm. that um, Malcolm X was talking all of that stuff when he was talking all that stuff um, in the nation of Islam in Harlem around black people and whatever. And Martin Luther King was talking that shit no, in the what? South. Yeah, that's different. In the deep South. Yeah. That's um, a big difference. Jim Crow racist yeah. South. Like Martin Luther King was like living it in the yeah. hardest place to live it at. So you got to yeah. give him some more points for Definitely. that. Martin Luther the King. You you ain't wrong when you. right. I mean, he won us. Yeah, you ain't wrong when you're right. Yeah, I'm saying it's he, definitely easier to say it when you're able to walk around and be free. It's, <laughs> it's a total different thing when they make us say, "Get your boy," yeah, and you don't have freedom no more. Shit, I was watching Mississippi Burning the other day, man, and I was pissed the whole time. I still ain't watch when they see us. Oh, I watched it. I just i I got after the Airbnb incident. I just got a. I got to wrap my head around certain things. I can't be involved in everything because I still got to go to work. See, that's why I watched it. Because <laughs> you off of work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I ain't got to fuck with the white people right now. Now, here you go. Shout out, shout shout out, out to the white people. Shout out to the white people. <laughs> when we say white people, we don't mean, we just mean racist folks. All right. Yeah. So maybe we say racist. Maybe people. you mean racist folks when <laughs> you say white people because that's not what I mean. The views <laughs> of Aldo Nice. Express me. <laughs> Los A.K.A.C.A.P. are not those of the Best Friend Weekend podcast. <laughs> Quick update um, on the Airbnb situation. Um, a lot of people listened to the episode. We got a lot of feedback. Shout out, But man. a lot of people listened to the episode, but I didn't see every one of you repost. Mm-hmm. We're not asking for much. Repost the video. Let Airbnb know what's going on. If you haven't done so yet, I mean, that's as a supporter of the podcast, that's the least you can do. If you haven't seen the video on Facebook, uh, go find us on Facebook on the Best Friend Weekend page. It's on Instagram. If you don't know how to repost on Instagram, use the um, repost app, which is pretty easy. All you got to do is copy mm-hmm. the link and then it'll open up in the repost la- app and Bang. you can repost it on your page. So repost that. You know what I this podcast that? is sponsored by repost app. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I relate to that whole situation? Like people Cut scene to repost, repost commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Pe- people will hit me up like, you know, I'm from a small country town. So dude was like, hey man, what's Airbnb? Mm. <laughs> I say, what? This podcast is brought to you by Small Town Citizen. <laughs> I say, what? <laughs> he like, what that is, man? Like a hotel or something? <laughs> I was like, man, don't worry about it, dog. <laughs> we'll talk about it when I go home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta right. be in the right mood to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I had to 
Because it normally was too much Cause, to Yeah, because it just wouldn't work right if you told him that it was a bed and breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> in the air. An inn. Yeah. It was an inn. <laughs> I was like, I was about to say, hey, now, you know, you're in an airplane. <laughs> an air and bed and pull breakfast. Pull up. Yeah, I mean. But, uh, yeah, people, everybody don't know. It was funny to me. I didn't know that. I thought everybody knew. But boys, uh, the little, you know, got your little hood homeboys on on Facebook was DMing me. I'm like, wow, I woke up with like eight of them. Man, what's what's Airbnb, man? That's crazy. Hey, I mean, on some crazy stuff, like um, the la- a lady I contract with, my supervisor and the boss of our department all was like, yeah, I reposted um, your, your video. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, so it's, a, it's, it's in different circles. Yeah. Best believe. And my boss told me that today. She was like, yeah, I reposted it and then like nobody commented on it. And I was like, what's wrong with people? <laughs> that's what she said. I was like, man, because it didn't happen to them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate you doing that, but that's what you, you expected all your friends to be like, yeah, that's what's up. I mean, I don't know what her message was with it, but I just think people, when people, when I mean, you never go through anything like that, haven't seen anything like that before with your own eyes. And I think, you know, some certain people react different when you can actually see it directly. Like, and I thought that there. that video would have been. Yeah, like crystal clear yeah. as far as what took place, nah. but they got people like to be there. Like they were standing next to us, or it happened to somebody they knew. You're like, it's a different vibe. How my how my beard and stuff looked in the video? I was straight. Yeah, he was nice. You damn right, it was nice. Let's say that. Like it looked like you just went to a happy hour. Like, well, I actually did have. I had a t-shirt on that day, and I actually got I actually got dressed and looked and got the disheveled look going. <laughs> So it's it looks like I just got off of work. So that means mission accomplished. I appreciate that, Rose. Um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> we got it. We got said you didn't look handsome. You looked handsome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of good responses, and that's what's up, and and, and we definitely appreciate it. Um, but just kind of a follow up that we're not done with Airbnb. Oh no, we went back to that site, and Raj and I both noticed the same thing. If you try to click on Karen or Kyle, Chris Berg of um, Fifth Holdings, LLC, Fifth Street Holdings, Street LLC. Holdings. I'm sorry. The people who are the racist in question. Mm-hmm. If you go to their page on Airbnb and click on that same residence, both both of their profiles are like you can't find them. It says not not like active or something. So it's like, oh, yeah, great. Airbnb, you're doing something. But what did they do? They added like their son or something. Mm-hmm. Another guy on there now. Now there's a third person. This house is still for rent. It's just another figurehead person, meaning that the money is still going to them mm-hmm. for that same property. You shut down the property, man. Like, like I don't understand why that's so hard. Why are you trying to shut? I mean, shut down the people too, but then shut down all their properties. Yeah. Don't allow them to get to other get properties. Yeah. What is that even? How, what kind of sense that? Man? I mean, it really didn't hurt. That's like if I got shut down, or if I got if I got kicked off of Airbnb, and then I I just Use the different email address, like that. That wouldn't make much sense. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you would police me being, you know, like the consumer not being able to rent on there anymore. But yeah, for sure, I think that the property itself is the is the is the way to get that done. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, you continue making money doing what you've been doing because we know who's showing up. If they have any discrepancies or more than one African American person walks through that that ring. Man. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, can kick it in all of them. Look, if we want substantive change as a people, then we got to all do something. It can't just be us. And I'm just as guilty. If I wasn't the person directly impacted by it and somebody said, don't use Airbnb and we was going to the next best friend weekend trip, we would use Airbnb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we were still going to Starbucks. We were still going to H&M. Yeah. Like we, we, we've talked about this on the podcast that we kind of sometimes... 
we buck some of that. Like, what that's going to do. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's, it's hard for us to be the, the voice to say, don't do it. When so many times in the past, we haven't taken it seriously until it happened to us. Just don't be like us. Be better than us. Don't yeah. do not do what we do. Do what we say do. And what we say do is 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 get on or not. Like, it's funny. One of my partners getting married. Shout out. This podcast brought to you by Dre Hype. And he sent, him, he sent me like where to stay for his wedding. <laughs> and he sent me nothing but like turnkey oh, okay. and um, inclusive. And stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it was funny, but I was like, that's what's up though. Good looking out. People understand that. The problem with inclusive and the Airbnb, which two people asked me about, they don't have options. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I looked for a homecoming weekend in New Orleans, like right now to see if I could maybe book ahead of time. And it's four houses in that's New Orleans on inclusive. Four. It's tough when your options are so small when you when and, when that's the platform. What did you expect? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's I mean, I'm I hate to I hate to down it, but what did you expect? The thing is is man, I, you know I, I I've been seeing that booking.com and other like kayak, all of these other like like the big names that were that were here before Airbnb Airbnb are starting to get into uh vacation rentals now, like mm-hmm. kind of just short stays at uh, at actual homes. But then I wondered to myself how if it, how difficult it was to deal with a smaller company in Airbnb. And I'm not saying that they're small by any means, but just smaller than those. Mm-hmm. How difficult it would be to deal with booking.com to get your money back or 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 for any action to be taken. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, there's, just, there's, just so many, there's just so many options. Like, oh, yeah, you don't want to use we, – we got kicked off of Airbnb. Well, one, we can just go and create a new a new user, use our son. Or we can just go on booking.com and or or you know or kayak or priceline, you know, and and, Rent and the get same the same house. results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean you're right about that. Um I think and, and just one time this podcast is brought to you by Cello Canada. I was talking Cello was one of the four houses in New Orleans that was for rent on inclusive. Shout so like one hour homeboys who be who got a couple of cribs, um, had his stuff up there, man. Street yeah. in the house one time for Cello. One time for that three one eight, bro. That's what's up. So, um, I mean, we, we're not going to harp on Airbnb um, as Fuck much em. on this podcast because, Sorry, you know, like we said, we want to we wanna get y'all back to the to, to, to the levity that y'all used to on Fridays at work so um, or whenever you choose to listen to this. Let me tell y'all what burned my boot at this week. Ooh, you got disease. Uh, the first thing that burned my boot at this week is, uh, listen, I saw somebody post something the other day and I, I'm, there's only one kind of way to, there's only one way for, for me to phrase this. Just because you're not fat no more, don't make you nice. So it burned my boot at when people be like, bam, look at my weight loss, I'm nice. <laughs> it's the difference between you losing weight and being nice. And I think it burned my boot at when you're like, I mean, celebrate your victory. I'm cool with that. But don't you, like, the word nice is in my moniker. It's Aldo Nice. Here you go. So... If you're going to say you're nice, be your nice yourself. Do you think that that's how nice you're going to be? Wait till you get to that nice level before you before you out here running it, so, calling yourself nice. That's so what I got to say. If you need to lose 50, don't celebrate at 25. <laughs> you're not wrong when you're right. Wait till you get to the 50 before you say nice. That's huh? all I'm saying. Okay. It's, it's, it's an easy proposition. I'm not mad at that. I mean, I know that might not bother neither one of y'all, but I mean, you know, the minor victories, you know, it's just... I, you know, I'm, I've been, um, I, I ain't smoked cigarettes in, in 14 days. Well, let me tell you a year. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the process. I've been so well a week and a half. I won a couple of games in the, in the, um, in the Eastern Conference um, Championship. <laughs> no, you got to win the shit before you, you know, you celebrate. Popping champagne, huh? 
I mean, it you don't is believe, what... you don't believe in celebrating the small victories. Nah, nah. no. I need, I need. So we back need... on the. So we back on the whole graduating, graduating <laughs> from community college thing. You know, at least Maybe I'm consistent with a bachelor. Yeah. At least I'm consistent, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> My assholishness is consistent. Alhole. Third. Oh, um, <laughs> pause. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, another thing that burned my Buddha this week is this. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, if you get fajitas, you burn my Buddha. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's very simple. Because I feel like you a show out. <laughs> Everybody else food come and you got your little enchilada plate or you got your tacos or you got your nachos or whatever you got. And then this asshole got to come with... I'm not a fan I don't know, of that. I don't though. know if I don't know <laughs> if it's you, good, but though. I always think that, that that hot plate gonna hit me on the like on the and I know you're gonna know exactly what part I'm talking about, but on the top of my ear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like the part you always like, oh, it's gonna hit me in the top of my ear. Let me kind of jerk my neck to the side and pick up my shoulder. You know what what's, I'm talking about? What's funny is you're that's spoken like somebody who grew up in a household with little girls. Because I did and Los did. To me, that's a curling iron burn is what you're talking about. I was about. about to say that. <laughs> a little curling iron burn on the top Yeah, of you got that little crusty part around right the top. I don't want a little crust daddy on top uh, of it. Either the curling iron or the straightening comb. Either one. <laughs> I, I love piggy. Grandma I love piggybacking right off, of, uh, off of y'all, off of your, uh, <laughs> not nothing nice to say. I'm coming with that one. I'm going to get burn that one. On today. Um, burns my boudin. Um and what burns my boot in is about Mexican restaurants. I'm piggybacking off of that. I don't understand why Mexican, like, why they're, like, traditional dishes got to be so sloppy. Like, why you got to have all kind of shit on the plate and then, like, a little thing of rice, a little thing of beans, some lettuce, some random lettuce, and, uh, you know, some guac and sour cream. And then Pico. I got just sauce everywhere. Definitely got to have pizza. <laughs> gravy. Some kind of gravy that I, don't, I can't even explain. I don't even know what that is. What, what is it? What, what type? How did they make that gravy? Um, Came in a can. All over the plate. You going to the wrong Mexican restaurants, mm-hmm. I think. Well, he in Denver, too. Yeah, he in Denver. We could always be a little bit compartmentalized. Yeah, I was about to say. And, and the beans be don't neat. move. Yeah, the beans be neat. Sometimes the beans be in its own No, the beans. Yeah. yeah, the beans neat. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that everything isn't like necessarily neat on the plate, except for the juice that they put on top. <laughs> like if you get like a burrito, a smothered burrito, like something like that, that sounds good. And then you get it and it's just goopus. And they put just, all of that that um, tomatillo sauce all over yeah. the top of it or something. Yeah, huh? that. Yeah, they, I had don't a, they had a back end down bad, but the next day, <laughs> gotta watch. You gotta be careful. All right, question for y'all too: Charro beans or black beans? Oh, charro. I don't know what charro beans are. Churro. Deep fried beans are charro, charro, charro. Oh, you don't. Okay, so it's it's charro for me. Over is over. that the same thing as refried beans? No, no. They would call them refried beans. Go to uh, go to H E B or somewhere or whatever y'all are Trader Joe's whatever <laughs> whatever kind of mad suburban shit y'all eat <laughs> mad urban shit y'all eat in Denver Gen- go to gentrification go to Myers go to gentrification grocery <laughs> and it's called churro bean <laughs> go to Safeway <laughs> go get you some gentrified grocery like C H U R R O I think or A R I don't know all that shit yeah churro no beans. I found it but I've never seen that at a it's either to me, like where the Mexican restaurants I've eaten at is either refried beans, which is like a glop almost with like kind of like red beans um, without rice and, and maybe a little thicker or black beans, which is like always a whole bean. Um, so I'm always going to go with the refried, which they opened the new churro on you. 
They opened a new Mexican restaurant in the B. It's called La Havana. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Leave them people alone, man. Thomas. Leave them people alone. Thomas. Man, We're going to get back to... to uh, oh, it's coming. Thomas. Coming. Oh, yeah. I, I'm excited for it. Oh, uh, another one that burned my boot at Los... Um, I know this is gonna hurt your heart because it hurt mine when I when I peeped it. I was watching um, Black Mirror this week. Mm-hmm. New season of Black Mirror came on, and if you don't know, Black Mirror is usually kind of um, staged. It was originally a British show. Yeah. So um, when they were showing this new episode, the first episode, Anthony Mackie was on that, and I was like, okay, Anthony Mackie. And it was it's a weird episode. If y'all watch it, it's strange. Like the premise is, I don't want to give y'all too much. It turns so weird. Him and his boy playing video games together and they got like this chip that allows them to kind of be in the game and it's like a real VR experience. Mm-hmm. And one of them pick a, a female character and one of them pick a dual character and yeah, okay. Uh, so I'm just going to stop. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to give you all the premise, but here's the premise. I mean, it, and, they start, every, and they start fighting. That sounds like Jumanji. Is, is, isn't every single episode on Black Mirror the weirdest thing you ever seen? Yeah. 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 But that one was, that one was like, it was kind of like, oh, no, what are we doing right now? What's <laughs> happening? Um, but anyway, the second episode had your boy Franklin from Snowfall. Hmm? And that man started talking. No. Add Franklin from Snowfall to the list. Of of, of uh, Daniel Goya and uh, and your boy from um your boy from what 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 is he from? I'm all American. Cutting Franklin from Snowfall. He's British, man. That's crazy, bro. That hurt. <laughs> that fuck up the show. <laughs> he, he he acting acting. I mean, Stringer Bell started it. It was I just Elba was the first. The, one. the dude from um. Why can't they hire us to do our roles? Because they better than us. The dude from uh, <laughs> the classically trained. The dude actor. from uh, Black Panther. Um, yeah. yeah, he a big brick. Which one? Who you calling? Oh no, uh, no, no. Chadwick Boseman. No. You're not talking about Chadwick Boseman. No, the dude from, uh, when he when he died with the snow in the hills. The guy. That, uh, oh, you talking about Mbaka? Mbaka. Him. He not he not British. Yeah, he is. He's Jamaican. Nah, boy, speak like a Brit. He no. Jamaican. He like John Murray. No, but he speaks super duper duper proper. But he's still John Murray, though. I thought he was fucking British. But all the rest of them is British. Not not Chadwick Boseman, I, but I um, Daniel sure Kuya is. And I think I can pronounce his name right. When I heard that boy talk, I was hurt. I said, no. No, he's Jamaican. Jamaican's fine. They can play black I'm cool people. with Jamaicans. I just, I just don't need them boys growing up on the estate in Birmingham, UK. Coming and over then, here and playing gangster roles. <laughs> I just feel like Birmingham. you can't be a gangster when you're... <laughs> You taking it like a little shot for coffee. You be sipping out a shot for mm-hmm. coffee for two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just tell you, hey, so so your boy, your boy that y'all talking about, um, that played Mbaku? Yeah. His name is Winston Duke. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's just a very British name. And, and he's, uh, he's actually born in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. And, that's all Jamaican. Um, <laughs> that's all Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the boys got like a big, um, a big Great Britain thing going over there. Is that not? Is that not? Maybe accurate? so. Maybe so. You know, they say he smoked cigarettes. They say he only smoked Winston's though, <laughs> and he only and he only root for one basketball team, <laughs> Duke. So, <laughs> that's why they call that man Winston Duke. It's a pseudonym. Coach K, look, 
<laughs> Y'all stupid. <laughs> but yeah, okay, shout out, man. Keep keep these black jobs in the black community. I just don't need Nipsey Hussle. Because speaking of Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King was played by an African dude on the Martin Luther King movie. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I mean, know. like, they don't want a black American actor. And Samuel Jackson said this some years ago. They don't want us playing those roles, which is craziness. They don't want Maybe. us playing shortstop either. <laughs> but it looked like us. <laughs> Why is he stupid? Big Poppy is Big Poppy was black to me my whole life until I'm I definitely getting on Big Poppy in a second. But go ahead. No, okay. <laughs> Big hey. Poppy is he is black. Hey. He black like he better not put listen. He put Latina and then he better put black. I would have lost my life if somebody would have bet me he was Latina. Oh. Before I knew? Well Sammy Sosa too then. Well, Sammy Sosa. Not necessarily. Funny, Sammy Sosa had that he he got you know he had the ju- he had the g- Jerry curl with like a natural one you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Big popular. But they got certain name, dudes that's like dark and got not juicy hair, yeah. and so uh, that's the Damn ones that always thought was black. How about how about Yasiel Puig? You would have thought he was black. Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. extra extra regular black too. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> he likes that. He grew up on Martin Luther King <laughs> Drive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somewhere. Speaking of this, yeah. speaking of this, I want to I want to piggyback on 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 this. I'm going to language here. I had a I had a brain blast. This burns my boot in. I just realized to myself, maybe y'all realized this a long time ago, but the English language is the stupidest thing in the world. I really was thinking to myself the other day. Uh I was I said, "Why is height spelled the way it's spelled? H E I G H T." And then why is weight just switch the W and the H and it's weight. And it just the whole, just how it sounds just changed. I just Why? think that the English. Okay. So what's this word? R-E-A-D. I see the red or read. It's stupid. Exactly. I know what you mean. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's dumb. And so look, I went and I found, I found some other words that, of course, I went and looked up, you know, it being stupid. The English language being stupid. And I found words like Island. Like, why is island spelled the way that it's spelled? You know what I mean? Like, there's just some real things, real stupid things. And I can pronounce every single Spanish word ever because it all it always makes sense. You don't remember? But I knew that one because Lil Wayne had that line that real islands, um, real S's move in silence like an island. So, I'm, I'm that's not how it was. Pretty sure that wasn't what it that's was. That's not how it was. <laughs> pretty sure that wasn't what it was. <laughs> Definitely wasn't Real what S's move in silence like islands. Okay. I'm just telling you this and that's not what he said. Real bees moving debt like real real, real, real bees, bees moving silent like debt. Real, real peas moving silent like receipt. Real H's moving silent like ours. Real K's moving silent like no. I don't want y'all to keep doing this. I don't. We should have this discussion before because we got that might have been the funniest. <laughs> Yeah, cutting real peas moving silence like pneumonia. No. <laughs> real peas moving silence like pterodactyl. That's, that, that. Okay, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I hate y'all, and this, y'all this is what y'all dumb, do. Man. Another thing that burned my booty. I got a lot that burned my booty. It's been two weeks since I told y'all would burn my booty. Another thing, man, look. Road trips. It sucks to have um, male anatomy. It sucks to turn over and that person that's next to you is sleeping 
all got their iPad out with the headphones on. Why men always got to drive? That burns my booty on road Chivalry, man. I know, but it's still like, nah, at least be up. They ain't got shit. No, nah, listen. If I'm driving, go on, leave me alone. Do what you want to do. I'm going to turn my music up so I can focus. I don't think men necessarily have to drive. Women want to be independent. Webby had already told us. Webby has said so. So, listen. If, hey, I, I get it going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go, on the way, I drive. On the way back, you need to catch his wheel at some point, man. Especially if we leaving late now. We get up and leave. Cool. I can't tell you the last time I've been in a passenger seat on a road trip. <laughs> With anyone. I think maybe with Jay Harry, we went to maybe homecoming. Maybe not last year. The year before that was the last time I just was able to be in that big passenger messing with the the knobs on the thing. And We went somewhere out. one time using the passenger seat. Well, you was driving? Mm-hmm. Like a distance trip? Yeah. I don't think so. We didn't. We San Antonio. Was San I in San Oh, you drove. Okay, so that was last, last summer. summer. Yeah. So it's been a year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, since I didn't got to... Kick bicking back. I love being the passenger seat. That's the best thing ever. It burned my boot out that we don't get to do it as much as we should. Big facts. Big you got to start speaking. Raj, when the last time you've been in the passenger seat? Yesterday. Uh, actually, for my birthday, we went up to uh, Glenwood Springs, <laughs> and I didn't drive. Roger not driving nowhere. Don't nobody, I don't drive. Anybody won't let Roger drive. Well, yeah, Roger don't drive well. He looks at his phone. Nobody letting Roger drive nowhere. I don't look at my phone. Actually, I'm a pretty good driver. I knock on wood. No, nah, ain't nobody letting you drive. And, um, and but I just don't. I just I feel like you. So I I got drive to. I'm like everybody else. I drive to work every day. But like my whole life, well, when I was younger, I was the first person to get a driver's license. So I drove my friends around yeah. for like three years. So it's their turn. Yeah, what kind of friends you? Got you you know what else you do? Years. You know what you still do currently? Drive your friends, guy. <laughs> I be drove every time I hang out with you, guy. Yeah, almost every time. Roger like to play. <laughs> he like to play too much. A <laughs> bad time. Uh, one more, one more thing that burned my boot at uh, is being black. You got to put lotion on <laughs> when it's hot outside, and you got to put lotion on. And then you get outside, and your clogs all poured up, and you sweat. Your clogs all that bo- that burns my boot at. But I don't even. Clogs? Yeah, I don't know if that's. Uh, what did I say? The clogs. All poured up. The shoes. Is that what I said? <laughs> Taking shots at the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> My pores all clogged up. I don't know if that's a myth or if that's a real thing. What y'all think? I, I think know. it's a real thing. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I just, I can, I can deal with it on certain parts of my body. I just can't deal with it on my hands. And of yeah. course you need your hands to apply lotion. So that's lotion. That about last week. How sweaty and ridiculous it was when we went. Um, shout out this podcast brought to you by Edo. When we went to the Edo crawfish oh my event, God, uh, no, it was legit disgusting. Now the, the event was fire. It just was the devil was out there doing the two step. He was out there uh, buzz down Tatiana the whole time, and he wouldn't leave. Like it took it was up to like two hours before it really got to where I didn't have to wipe myself every two seconds. Yeah, it was bad. Well, though. I I figured out something that would forever. I think will forever stay with me if I ever do like a kind of a um, happy hour walk around bar hop like we did in DC, and I snatched uh, um, the little napkin that's that's you know the little <laughs> napkin that holds the silverware. Please don't took say it because it was very humid in DC. <laughs> I was able to wipe myself for the entire day. 
So uh, if you check out some oh. of our pictures, you'll see said towel. Maybe y'all should adopt that. I actually did steal some dish towels at my aunt wedding last week and was wiping my face. Oh, I, I brought I brought some for that too. But yeah, I know what you're saying, Rod. That's a nice little wipey. A nice little, a nice little wipe, daddy. A little wipe, daddy. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Fortunately, I don't really have to deal with that out here. I do have to put lotion on, but um, it's so dry that you most likely won't sweat anyway out here. So I feel like when it, it how, how does it is out here, I just put. A little, I don't put as much lotion on. I put a little bit on. You like wintertime. Because as soon as you step outside, it's so humid, your skin is hydrated. So you're good. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> some of our skin, some of our, uh, the members of the podcast, skin is just drier than others' members. And <laughs> alligator okay. skin. <laughs> alligator skin. Alligator. Alligator. <laughs> alligator nice. Yeah, yeah. Now you got now you got him looking at himself. Look, I'm all yeah, I'm looking at himself now, you can trying have to seats. see. <laughs> <clears throat> so a, a thing that I want to discuss real quick is um, talking about that sweaty experience that we went to. Somebody brought it up uh, while we were out there, man. One of our uh, one of our most loyal listeners, Big Chief, Big Chief, Big the Big Chief, Chief uh, root to the bros, oh, as they like cute. to say. You know, nah, nah, stop that. Blue, blue, blue fire, you You're know, not cute. Nah, he might be, but Blue Fire, you know. Oh, I um, you. That's I not know. the point. Uh, he might be, but uh, that's I not didn't the know point. About anyway, Blue. he brought it up and he said, look what I'm happened. Blue. The spot that Ido was um, having the, the crawfish mm, he at, sure it was mostly, I mean, the spot, I go there a lot and it's usually all, you know, it's a kind of diverse crowd, but it's mostly caters to like a non-black crowd. It's not a lot of black people there. Yeah. They open their doors up for an event with a lot of black, um, like bloggers and black different people with little movements, and they came, and they were super just patronizing that establishment. Yeah. Boys were spending a lot of money on drinks. They yeah. was eating whatever, and he said, "Look what happens when you make your establishment open to black people." Mm-hmm. And now you said black people now. It's a difference between black people and niggas. Now we go, we like this is this is the conversation I want to have, like. Raj, what are your thoughts about that? Like, let's say, a, a, let's just say a spot that we both know, like City Bar in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It makes its money. It does its thing. Let's just say one Saturday they were like, you know what? We're gonna let Aldo Nice and Raj move and CAP Los throw a party along with some Lafayette um, promoters, Relamade youngsters, and and others, and um, whomever else. Right? Wouldn't they make a lot more money that day? I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, because they would under they would they would discover. I'm 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 saying, and I want you to really harp on the word discover that they didn't have to pay forty to get in. I I think some I think some some people don't know that they don't. Have and to how much to park? To and for and twenty to park? Yeah, twenty to park. And buy my drink. Let me give me a all right. Let me give me a, a hen hen and coke. Uh, in a bigger than a shot glass. You know what I mean? $8, like so eight dollars. I'm, I think I think that they I think yeah I think they would be like oh my god I just discovered something I'm probably gonna go there every weekend and then yeah. that establishment would turn into a black establishment no doubt that's how it happens it's just 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 I've day. actually I've actually been been to places like that where that that didn't really cater to black people and then the, you know the black crowd discovered it and took and we we always take over because it's 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 unlike it's unlike anything that we know mm-hmm. and then you know what. I've also had the experience when we we took over, we having a good time, no 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 uh, buffoonery going on, anything like that, and 
then they start playing country and western music, you know, for a couple of weekends in a row. To try to get us up out of there. To try. Seriously. Like, I really have been a part of that. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been on on, on both sides. I I think, especially when, uh, I think when Al started working at uh, his new job, the one he's at now, we started moving and going out different places. And you definitely notice the difference between going to pay 20 to park and maybe 30 to get in or even 20 to get in. Well, we don't pay because we know somebody. But if we did have to pay, it would be that. Um, to get in, but we still pay the park. You do notice when you go to different establishments, it's free to get in, you know, and they might not have all the drinks you'd like, but you can find something that you would drink, you know. It's it's a it's definitely a different experience, and you, you don't spend $80 before you get in <laughs> like black clubs do. Black black clubs, over, we, we overcharge each, our own self, all, each other. And I mean, we had these guys on for an episode talking about black clubs versus white clubs and the differences between the two. It's just it's just an interesting thing because this spot doesn't charge to get in and the mm-hmm. drinks are reasonable. Man, they might, yeah. and you're going to do a lot. Now I understand it. It, it becomes the same scenario as the Airbnb host, mm-hmm. where at sometimes it's about more than just money to them. Yeah, they want the crowd they want there, mm-hmm. so they don't want us there. So you know what, y'all can come spend y'all money here and do whatever. But now. Nah, we don't like we don't want your, we don't want y'all to be the crowd that's here. Yeah. I don't know what the concern is. I don't know what the the prevailing wisdom is as to why you don't want the black dollar when it well, spends even more than think, the white. It spends more frivolously than yeah, most dollars. True, but I think they don't understand black culture or they don't get if they see like say how do we leave, leave, leave out of the club and we sitting outside talking, right? Say we live out of there and it's 25 people sitting there talking. You know how we get riled up talking? They they take this differently. It's a different mm-hmm. culture. So they don't gather and do those things. And if they do, they're not feeling like, oh, somebody's going to shoot each other. Okay. If, if, if you all you're seeing is negativity spewed, or you're only black, you're only black experience through the news and it's all negative, that's all you really have to go on. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I thought so you, you said you, negativity. I was like, that's a new one. <laughs> negativity. Oh, but you know, that's all I, you have uh, to go on. So that's, that's how they feel. They scared. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I, 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 I'm not saying I'm not okay. So yeah, if there was a, I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. If there was a black club and that just all of a sudden just became all white, like hmm. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that we, I think we'd be cool with it. I think I'd be happy to have anybody in my bar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you're a business because you're a business owner trying yeah. to make money. Just don't tell. Yeah. My shit it, it just. I guess what I'm trying to say is. Uh, I'm trying to find the words to say it, but I figured it out that it doesn't shock me. Yeah. Like, especially, oh, nah. you know, if we if we go into a place like City Boy, it doesn't shock me that I see, oh, no, she can't get in here with them hole, with them pants with all the holes in them. But you let a, you just let, you know, another another lady. And I'm, I'm, I'm even taking this to like females. You let, a, you let a, a, you know, another lady of a different race in with short shorts with her butt hanging out, but she just skinnier. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't I don't like it, but. It doesn't shock me. Now let me I tie just, let me tie this to another experience, Raj, just for you. I went to Dallas this past weekend for the wedding, and I'm out there, and I got them. Uncle Rob was like, "Hey, man, this is where we going." So whatever, we linked up, and me and me and Gramstar and uh, and Rumble and Jab and uh, and Ashdog was all gone out. And when I got there, I got there with Rumble first, and mm-hmm. when we got to the door, he was like, "Nah, no tennis player." And I'm like, dog, I got Jordan ones on with some, like, some real tight jeans and a fuck and a button down. What do you mean, no tennis player? I'm like, 
how much it is to get in, man? What's up, man? I I I get you right, man. I'm out here for a wedding. My uncle and uh, I'm trying to be go hang out with my family, man. No disrespect. He's like, nah, I ain't gonna be able to do it tonight, player. And I was like, really? And like, like I I, I honestly feel like that's the first time in years that someone has told me I can't get in a club because I got tennis on and I can't pay to beat the line. Like, like Jay Harry said this years ago that like if Houston is the type of city that works, if you fresh, you get in. It don't matter. Just be clean. Just be fresh. Even if they talk about no tennis, whatever, you could always talk to somebody or pay somebody to get in. Now, granted, Ash Dog tried to come later with some shorts and then we ended up having to go somewhere else because he said he didn't have number shorts. But I think it's that same kind of idea, whether that's coming from like this white club that's like we don't want black people in there or a black club talking about we don't want y'all with tennis in there. They look at it's like the, the, the idea of looking at somebody and looking at their kind of your preconceived notion on appearance and necessarily dress code being a, a, a determinant. Like when you make dress code things. It becomes so stupid to me because we left there and went to another spot and we spent probably about 300 at the bar mm-hmm. the first spot we went to and another t- like y'all don't want that money and like you can't you can't you look at somebody and tell if they're trouble or not based that's, that's outside my, of just what man, what you wearing because I feel that's like a funny. dude a, a dude in, 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 in some boots uh, can come shoot up the spot just as fast as doing some some F four ones or some Jordan one. Honestly, like, you see a dude come up with some baggy ass jeans and some and some Timberlands in a in a loose shirt. Yeah. No. Like with with a white tee underneath it, but unbuttoned the top two buttons. <laughs> he looked like more trouble than somebody coming up with a a, a tapered pants with yeah. a tapered shirt with some Jordan one. Now he won't talk fast. But your rule is no no tennis player. I don't know, Rise, what you think about that? Because I think you you just let no, me giggling over that way. I can relate to it. I just, I just the way that the way that I feel. What sucks about that situation is that your people was already in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely don't want to be somewhere where somebody don't want me. Like I know I work hard to look good when I go out, um, and I know you do too, and and Los you as well. So I I, I don't want to get to a place, and I, I'm not. Yeah, one, I'm not trouble, but two, I know I'm fly. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm fly, so I, yeah. Just to just to piggyback on that, I have gotten this. Is must be the piggyback podcast. Is that what you are gonna call that one? Um, <laughs> Piggybacks. To, We're gonna be riding a bunch so, of. So uh, I've been in a, I've been in a place where I have my hat on, and you know they don't make me go. They don't. You can get in, but you got to take your hat off. You could just like you know put it in your pants or something, and cool. So I get up and I see a bunch of people with hats on. So I put my hat back on because I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I'll just fall into the mix. Yeah. And a dude come tap me on the shoulder and say, Hey, bro, you can't have your hat on. I need you to take that off. And I look up at him and I say, man, you got a hat on. <laughs> That's. And and so immediately at the door, they told me that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I paid. I paid. Uh, it was 20 for me. And then they let me like, you know, 10 for, for the other people I was with. All right, cool. So I paid that. I'm like, all right, I paid to get in here. I'm putting my hat back on. My hat was fresh. It wasn't like a flat bill. It was, you know, like a really nice hat. And then, and then I see people with hats on, so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I could just, I know I'm fly enough to wear my hat. It, I need you, I need your people in in there to be dressed as far as dress code goes as well. Yeah. You can't come up to me and tell me I can't wear a hat when you got a hat on. Absolutely. I, I just don't know what, what constitute, like, how bad am I if I have a hat on? Like, how does that dementia club, because I have a hat on in here. 
Should it be uh, one of them little round daddies? I need a round daddy to come in here with the feather going through it. <laughs> a fedora. You know yeah, I need one of them to come in here uh, with the feather daddy and that thing to make it okay. Now, now I'm a better person. I get the idea of a dress code. In theory, I get. You don't want these coming in. But when, you make, and shit. but when you make a blanket statement like you can't get in with tennis. That so is it's so antiquated. But they like, I would them. love to put a, a a rule up that says at the door at the doorman's discretion. Now I yeah. get it. Racism can take place when you do things like I, that. It will. <laughs> but I'm talking about a black club. Oh yeah. A black old schooler club. Like you're not you coming you you in common Japan sense. Your ass, yeah. Them big bag ass jinkos and some dirty asshole well, one. Like come on, man. Nice. So nah, my thing is here's, here's where I'm at. I think that there's tennis and then there's, you know, like there's, um, you know, like shoes, I guess. Let me call it that. So like tennis, in my in my opinion, would be like Air Max 95s, mm-hmm. you know, or any any type of Air Max 360. Right. That's like tennis to me or like uh, LeBron's. Or Jordan then they got 11. like shoot. They got shoot. Yeah. Jordan 11s. Right. That's that's tennis. Jordan ones aren't shoes. Tennis. That's shoes. Like that's almost like a. A bridge between, uh, like, so if I had some lubes on, let's say if I had the lubes mm-hmm. with the with the with the spikes on them, or like the even further the Saint Laurent's with the that look just like, um, Socks. Jordan ones. Yeah. Would you have let me in? Because that's not. I'm not playing. This ain't tennis. I'm not playing. T- I'm not going to serve to Novak Djokovic with these things on. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's up? You know what I'm saying? So like, what like. What's the line? There has to be a line yeah, from tennis. So even Jordan, Jordan makes make it the dope. <laughs> Jordan makes shoes that are boots. So like, okay, so is it Jordans? Like, what, what, what's what constitutes this? Is I can't wear these. Yeah. No, I mean big facts, and I don't know. I, I I don't think we know the answer to that. I just think it's a it's it's a crazy little thing. If y'all didn't know our our the best friend weekend sneaker choice is Jordan one high tops. Big facts. Like. Look at yeah, just just do the math. Yeah. But that's not that's not tennis to me. I mean, I mean, get, get, granted, they might be the most tennis thing that are ever existed, but they're a clean look. Shoot, that um, that I guess they didn't they didn't respect too well. Um, so going back to a little topic that you guys talked about a little earlier, just to bring that back around, David Ortiz, man, Damn. he got shot in the Dominican earlier this week, and um, I just like it made me think about it. he got shot in in in, in Santo Domingo. And we used to say it best. Well, we went out there to the Dominican. We stayed in Santo Domingo, not Punta Cana. We went to Mexico, uh, Panama. We went to Panama City, not whatever little tourist spot. We went to um, Mexico. We went to Sinaloa. We didn't go to Cancun. No, I'm lying. We didn't go to Sinaloa. We wasn't in a drug concert. <laughs> but we. But the thing is, I think that there's a connotation of like these, like tourist cities being safe and the real city being dangerous, and that there's some fact to that. I could tell you all stories about how kind of we was in a couple of unsafe situations in um in in Santo Domingo and how uh, Graham Star said he was in some in Panama City, but shit happens. That's where he's from. He's supposed to be good, but what's crazy is the the, the headline that's out here right now. Now we don't know if this is true or false. Allegedly, I saw a headline that said David Ortiz allegedly shot for having an affair with a drug lord's wife. And Raj, what did I say earlier? What was my exact comment? That you could you could you could have an affair with a drug dealer's wife, <laughs> but don't play with drug lords. Don't play with no <laughs> don't play with no drug lord. Cut. That is a lord of drugs, man. I don't. 
Um, you can't go messing with Pablo Escobar, old lady. You can't yeah. mess with De- 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 what is his name, Demarcus Flynnroy, Big Meech. Demetrius Flynnroy. You can't mess with his old lady. Right? No, you can't mess with Rayford Edmonds' old lady. Rayford Edmonds' old lady. Right? No. Like you can mess with the little dude who sl- who sell weed on the corner. <laughs> Oh, and there's, to there's the, plenty on, of on the there's plenty bike. of Instagram models that don't have no man that's just looking to show herself. Why and not you, go mess with and her? you big poppy, mm. big poppy, big Certain daddy. Let's, but let's just put this in the context. Can I ask this? Huge father. Can I ask you this? <laughs> What's a huge sure. father? How bad that thing must have been, boy. I bet she was ragey, ragey. No way. Drug That's line. what I Lowe's Hey Lowe's I'm with you I bet you she was regular degular. I don't think she was that cold I think Drug she, lord cause. I don't think she was that cold Drug lord though And then too She probably like 16, 17 Oh no Listen <laughs> Lord of drugs Got the baddest ones Baddest ones Cocaine know. goodbye boy His old lady Not the baddest He had some hoes around him That was cold When he go somewhere but his old lady wasn't like his old lady wasn't the baddest. They never are. So y'all saying he messing with a drug lord old lady chick, <coughs> not even bad. She's straight. That's what I think. I I that I think I agree with Los that she, I bet you she was. I bet you she had an asset or two, but I bet you overall she wasn't just like bad. I bet you well, she. We had know a, she had two flaw. assets. She had titties and ass because it is a dr. She got shot. That's he got I, shot in the back behind that. Yeah, you know why? Because that man old lady, <laughs> she wasn't that cold. And he was thinking, I don't. She was with like, him shooting in the gym before he was a drug lord. Exactly, she was with him when he was <laughs> fixing motors. <laughs> Cause he cared that much. Yeah. If she was just a regular little bad model, he wouldn't have cared that much to go put a hit on Big Pop. He loved that lady. Exactly, that's mom. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't that bad. <laughs> he love her. She ain't that bad. No, okay. I guess if you love her, she can't be she that can't bad. Be that, that, bad. That, that, all, that did not start to make sense to me in some kind of weird roundabout way. Bad chicks, people don't really care that no, much about. No, they don't give a fuck yeah. about them hoes. Yeah. That, this, was bound, this was bound to be over Me today you anyway. tomorrow. <laughs> okay. You only shoot people over... Um, over, over. Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, stupid man. Hey man, uh, I'm about to give y'all cue it up a little bit for Rumble's uh, question of the week, man. Let it go right quick. One of the highlights of my week usually is when I have me old haircut appointment. I get to pull up to the barber shop, and uh, you just never know what familiar faces you're gonna bump into, and uh, they'll never disappoint you because there's always gonna be some great laughter up in there. This past past time last week. Sure enough, didn't come short of what I expected. The last was a roll, and they had a boy just cracking jokes about how, like, uh, he went to some white, a white gentleman's funeral. He was the only black dude up in there. Not to mention, the boy had no singing going on, no repass, and he just was going on how that was just the most depressing shit he ever been to. That shit was funny as hell, but I mean, it was kind of, you know, messed up too, but it was funny as hell. So the question of the week I got for y'all. What's the funniest barbershop story y'all boys got? Shout out Rumble. That's um, an interesting one. So the first thing I thought when Rumble was talking about the um talking about telling the story, real tease moving silence like a repass. But um <laughs> the, <laughs> Oh, I do have a good barbershop story, but before I say that, is is that white is that white funeral stuff true? Like is it like no music or nothing? Is it super depressing like that? Nah, I've I've been 
I've been to a few white funerals and uh, co-workers of white funerals. And it was music, but it definitely was depressing. Number one, they like the two I went to, they wasn't buried in suits. <laughs> like dude had a windbreak on. <laughs> no, he picked it out. That's like, what he wanted to wear. I swear to God. He had a windbreak on and they didn't sing. They played music. I've seen that at a black funeral, though, people playing music. Though. No, the whole time. Nobody sung at all. Going up yonder. No, it wasn't that. It was country music. Like I play his top three favorite songs. Like it was the weirdest. So they had, like basically had a DJ. Like it was, yeah, like, basically just iTunes, yeah. and they just yeah. spun that old town road. No, really, somebody had their iTunes. They made a playlist for the lives of funeral playlist, and they had some little depressing music in the back. And I mean, I think I was I was the most dressed up person. I didn't have a town. I just had on. A little, a little sports coat and some khakis or something like regular during the school day. And they was in there with uh with Columbia shirts. And in Crocs. Magellan Magellans. Magellans. Yeah. And and fatigue, like hunting stuff. Like they just hey, got off boys the going off. I thought Los <laughs> asked about our favorite barber store. Oh my bad. That's a rumble ass I'm just but he well, yeah. didn't say the white I'll, I'll I did because I didn't know the, the white but the white people. But yeah, it's weird it's like, weird as hell. It's a weird it's a weird thing. And then you find yourself gazing like, man, are you really doing this? Like just kind of <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. That's Barbara's story. Okay, I'll start, man. man. Uh Rod, you know you remember Duke. Uh, yeah, of course. So that man was in the shop one time and a and a dude walked in. And he had like a uh, like a big fro, and that thing was all like kind of matted and garbage. And like we just sitting in there, and Duke say, "Man, that's a hundred dollars." It's back in like back in like ninety nine, two thousand. That's a hundred dollars. Man say, "Oh man, you tripping?" They say whatever on the dough, ten dollars on the dough. He said, "Oh man, go on, we'll go on with your hair looking like that, there, nigga." Cotton. That was the. <laughs> Like I swear to God, like that was the funniest. Cause well, go on with your hair looking like that, nigga. It's a hundred dollars. Cause I just love it. That's it's very simple, but my favorite barber shop story. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll got? be honest. I'll let, I'll save lows. I'll save lows for last. Cause mine isn't funny at all. But cause I, I just can't really remember any funny barber shop stories that stand out. But my best, my favorite barber shop story was bumping into vicious. In Cliff's uh, barber shop, and him sitting right there, and him being just so down to earth, like him just like kind of sitting there, like just chilling and talking, and sparked in, sparked sparked up a conversation about the Saints, and so like me and I ball like Kobe is right there talking about the Saints, and I, it, that's just I don't know, that's my favorite barber shop, so I'll never forget it. I like that. So sorry if it's not funny. They don't have to be funny. That's great. It. It's a great story. Yeah. Uh, I guess mine is. When I first moved out here, I used to go get my hair cut off uh, Reed Road or whatever. Kind of in the hood, but not really. It's kind of on the edge of the hood. And I'm sitting out in the chair, and a dude run in, bust in there, and just sit in the chair real quick, like, hey, just gonna start coming out, coming out. So we thought he was tripping, he was sweating. <laughs> just come out, come out, come out, start coming out. So, uh, like, maybe a minute later, like five police officers come in there, bitch. <laughs> so he turned around, uh, Try to get put it back to the law, dude. Cutting his hair, trying to figure out what's going on. The law snatched that boy right up out the chair. <laughs> that boy's on a high speed chase from uh, the north side <laughs> all the way to Reed on the south side of Houston. 
and hopped in there, be like, he, he was the whole time, I've been here. Everybody tell me I've been here. I've been here. I've been here. They slammed him, roughed him up. But yeah. As they should. <laughs> <laughs> he skipped, like, he skipped somebody. Yeah, he was, yeah, it was wild. He probably shouldn't have shot in the chair. He probably should have tried to run in the back. Yeah. And go like, in the bathroom or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go in the bathroom and close yeah, the door. Boy, and say, hey, if anybody coming here, I ain't coming here. Yeah, but no, but that's his first time in that barbershop, though. Yeah. That you think that's going to tell, though, if he just. Maybe. Them niggas in there definitely would have told. They wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, wild, wild stuff happened at the barbershop, man, every, every time. Uh, real quick, another little story that um, just kind of thought it deserved a little attention. Renard Clayton, 31 year old, was arrested earlier this month um, after police caught him trying to use a counterfeit driver's license and signed a withdrawal slip using a fake name. Um, police searched his vehicle in the parking lot and find $9,500 in cash. A counterfeit social security card, a driver's license belonging to someone else, and numerous credit slash debit cards. Damn. Police said that uh, Mr. Clayton worked for Tennessee State University's admission office <laughs> from 2014 to 15 and was still in the bag. The United States Department of Education found that $84,506 had been misappropriated and that Clayton had fraudulently despite. Deposit more than sixty thousand into his personal bank accounts. So we're gonna refer to you as Tyrone Hankerson Junior Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always at HBCU, man? Hey, look, City Girl said it best, man. They they made it fucking on a scamming ass nigga. They did say that. You know, <laughs> I mean, scamming scamming is a, a job nowadays, man. I think I think it's I think it's uh, he was doing that, and it, it happens at HBCU for the same reason. That the black club experience is what it is. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's what that's how I feel. Need I that just, loot. Hey, I feel like yep. the thing about it was, was so crazy. He's not nowhere near the first person. The first person who scammed at, at HBCU is probably 70. <laughs> like one of the first. He got away group, with it. Yeah. Like he, he just, he was, did it nicely, was cool. You know, just supplementing his income, just making sure he made a little, little extra, make sure his kids good, they can get them little shoes they wanted, or go to a private school or something. He wasn't out taking G five trips nowhere. You know what I'm saying? He was just a regular family man, just making sure he hit that little extra fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Every back in the weeks. day, you could do that. You you say seventy, and that's actually like perfect because back in the day, you used to have just write stuff down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, 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 oh, yeah, they pay me. Like, oh, you're paying your tuition. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me write it down. Uh, 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 1500 but they really give you 2000 You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, you probably could get away with a whole lot and still take the G5 jet somewhere. <laughs> because nah, what you going to do? Where you going to post the picture at? In the photo album at your house? Nah, but they, they did so, it cool where it wouldn't, it wouldn't raise any red flags, man. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just take a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't take the ninety five. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you take you take fifteen or ten. You know what I'm saying? You just you take ten. You know you're making your little. Once money. you feel like you could get away with it, you just keep trying to get away with it, though. But you go, you don't you don't up the game, no. If I get away, say I get away with I get away with hitting fifteen hundred, right? Okay. I'm not jumping to fifteen thousand the next time I hit. Hmm? I'm hit the fifteen hundred for a little bit. But that shit add up over time. You don't know how many times you yeah. get fifteen hundred to get to that. But it's a slow roll though. Yeah. So they ain't really looking. But, but then once they go back and look through the records, once they find you, they yeah. gonna find all that. Over time, he did. It's a lot less than missing ninety five thousand out the blue. Either way, I'm looking at. It, they say he's still either going. He gonna have to go to jail, and he gonna have to pay. 
Either now way. cue up that music. Nice. Nice. No, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. Ain't nothing nice. So we've been on a serious tip for like a month or, or something, but uh, we wasn't the only ones who had a, a bad time in D.C. over Memorial Day weekend. Man, I had to, I'm actually thinking back to when I was a school teacher. I had a boys club and I'm thinking the year was about 2010, 2011. Um, I took those young men, young men who are like grownups at this point, but I took them out there to D.C. to have a cultural experience and to see the city and do everything. And uh, we went to, it was like up close DC, I think was the tour trip. They provided tour guides, they provided, um, accommodations and everything. So we were able to bring the kids up to DC and the tour guides would pick them up each morning and take them to different places, put them on a bus and do everything of that nature. And we just got to kind of explore the city. So we was doing some exploring. We was out turning up, having us a good time, and then the kids would come back, and we'd make sure they was in the room, and they had chaperones in the hallway, chilling, making sure, and then we was uh, having us a good time, exploring the city and everything of that same nature. So I guess that's what Michael Como thought he could do. Michael Como, the head of the Holy Family Catholic School in Port Allen, was arrested at Archibald's Gentleman Club, <laughs> just a short walk from the White House. He was charged with public intoxication and possession of an open container of alcohol after he was, after he was accused of pay, not paying while refusing to pay his bill. His bill, you say? <laughs> At the strip club? <laughs> Does that mean he didn't pay for his drinks? He didn't pay for his chicken wings? <laughs> or he didn't pay for his lap dances? What, what actually constitutes a bill in a strip club? Whatever. That's neither here nor there. They also said that um, he had his service dog with him <laughs> in the strip club. My nigga, you're bringing a lot of attention to yourself, uh, Catholic school principal. If you come into the strip club which, with Lassie, why are you trying to get some uh, some little, uh, some lap dances from these chicks, man? Well, at least he wasn't touching them boys. And um, I'm just going to let that man slide. But no, not really. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about boys who's supposed to be shepherds of the Lord, taking a German shepherd to the titty bar and getting jacked up. So I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> Hey, this shit was funny as hell to me. It happens way too. It, it happens way too frequently. Yeah, I bet. I thought I saw that dude with with uh that service dog in there. <laughs> with that service dog <laughs> while we was in there, huh? Ozio. While we was in there, <laughs> I should have said um Kyle um can kicking Kyle was in there. They should have <laughs> took his ass to jail. Fuck Andy. <laughs> he had to step down from his little school and everything. Hey man, before we get out of here this week, man, Kevin Durant, man. Ah. Me personally, mm. I feel like somebody got to put stuff in perspective for you. Um, when you're in the position he's in, you got to have real homeboys who tell you, look here, man. It ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit ain't worth it. <laughs> Point blank, dog. It's not. you about to max out. Guess who would have told him it ain't worth it? Uh, Rich, Rich, uh, what his name is? Uh, Rich Paul. Paul. Rich Paul. Paul. Rich Paul. Yeah. Hey, bro. Like, we nah. not playing today. We not playing today. Fuck them. We not playing. Why? <laughs> Why? What we got to prove? Nothing. You boy, you about to you about to make three hundred million dollars in five years. You gonna do that to you? Know Rich, Rich, Paul, you know Rich Paul is a singer, huh? <laughs> Shut up. What is he singing? His singer singin name is Frank Ocean. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's I, I don't understand how he do it. How he just y'all y'all gonna do what I say? I've been thinking about you. 
Look at it. He's on TV right now. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Paul. With AD. Clutch sports. You, you heard AD told AD, hey, now nah, sit down. We're um, we going to minutes restriction. That's what we're going to do. We're going to play just enough minutes to stay NBA ready, stay in some shape. But we not we I'm not about to be playing us 35, 40 minutes a game anymore. They've been showing that that highlighted that um zoomed in video mm. of KP's Ooh. um his leg when he, he when he toe his shit. <laughs> you can see it pop the vibration up his he little jumped. skinny leg, could I just but Raj, what he, he did jumped. with Raj, what he did with the ball? Oh, you say, man, here's, here's Serge. I ain't, I ain't worried about it no more. <laughs> pass that bitch to Serge. Pass that bitch to Serge. I'm trying to go around you. Sorry. Do, that ball, do a bounce pass to Serge. <laughs> Same nigga that fucked up with Carrie Hilson. Here, oh, take man. this. He say, here, take the ball, man. I hate the Warriors. Dog. I just feel like somebody got to be like, say, bro, just sit down. You ain't played in a month. You gonna you gonna practice on Friday? Well, walk through whatever you did, work out on Friday, and then play. Come on, dog, relax. So, so let me tell you, let me tell you what what the problem, and it just kind of manifested itself in my brain. The problem was is that that man always had an Achilles injury, and they tried oh, yeah, to make absolutely. him cast strain, so it didn't seem yeah. it didn't seem like it was that bad, but it was always that bad. Yeah. Um, and and I don't understand how me at home, me at home, could sit and say. That is not a calf strain. That man <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be acting like that if that was a calf strain. I didn't see bro, Kobe Bryant had the same thing. Boogie had the same thing. And then just, you know, hitting at home, flag football game, this dude was like, hey, you kick me? Who kicked me? Man, you kick me? Oh, shit, I think I just tore my ACL or my uh, my Achilles. So I know I know how that looks. And I know doctors know <laughs> how it looks. But there's just, there's just so much, so much around Kevin Durant. That man was about to get paid free agency. It's the NBA Finals. It's it's not all the way torn. Maybe we can figure it out, and then look what happened. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. Yeah, so like, I'm, I just I'm think I just think that. that that man got all the way around. I, I almost feel like they didn't even do a a, a MRI on his Achilles the first like, time. Oh, yeah, yeah like, oh, it's, 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 it's oh, it's his it's his calf. Oh, yeah. Let's just MRI no, the calf. They, they MRI They saw they saw the little slight tear. Uh-huh. And it was like, let's rest him. And then we just tell him it's his calf. Yeah, because, because honestly, a tear, a slight tear is what people refer to as a sprain. Yeah. That's what a sprain is. If somebody says you sprained your ankle, you tore your, mm-hmm. your ligament in your ankle just a little bit. Yeah. Like you didn't, it's not a, like a, a large enough tear no. for them to call it a tear, but Those it is a tear. Tears. I got a bunch of little tears. So yeah, he like, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have ever had that, but I had, yeah, that, I, mean, I had that periodically where I'll, yeah. I'll play and I'm like, my Achilles is hurting. And I'll be like, I'm not gonna play for a while. Yeah. I'll stretch it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna play for a little while. Let me get some weight up off of me so Let I don't the, hurt my Achilles. Exactly. Let um, the thing sit, man. Yeah, he 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 needed to sit his ass down, and and that's really what it was. He. <sighs> my thing is, you come back. Is it really worth it though? Because all they gonna do is say, well, um, uh, you know, you needed you needed KD to come through. You still gonna get the max contract regardless. Yeah. If you sit out and don't come back, they're paying you half a billion dollars to come play. Anybody will. Now they got an excuse to be like, right? Right? Say he could opt into his player contract though next year and stay one year, another year, and get like thirty million and don't even play thirty-one million dollars. So he has a player option for thirty-one million dollars that he can opt into. No, now when you talk about being intelligent, (laughs) that's one of the things. (laughs) Y'all good? I'm here. No, y'all wanted me to play. I'm playing for y'all. Oh, so you can sign a long-term deal? No. no. <laughs> I won't take one I want that one year, <laughs> 31 million. Yeah. I'm chilling. I'm getting right. I'm not playing next year. I'm not even going to play. That's the extra three years on his, on his uh, career. He don't play next year. No. He lost 
three years in his career when he landed on toe his Achilles. So it cancels out. No, the doctor said stop that. Nobody come the, back from an Achilles the, injury. That's not an ACL. That's not a broke leg like Paul hey, George. Look, nah, Paul George let me let me give you let me give you some perspective on it, Los. Let me give you perspective on it. Boogie Boogie tore his um his Achilles in January, January twenty sixth. So let's say at the beginning of February, pretty much, or end of January, end of January, and. Damn, Kevin Durant and came back like like a little while ago. I don't even know how many games he played. Like in probably in the teens, like so fifteen ba- games. Basically, he said like it's like it's like eighteen months since he told his stuff, and he and he's junk. Well, no, he he's still he's still fighting back. Quad too. He just blew his quad out too just now. Well, yeah, but he was. Ass well, I know, I understand nah, that, but like he just came back like right before the playoffs. It's gonna take a while to get back. So six ten, you could drop, but Boogie could never jump though. Okay. So so Kevin Durant tore his. In mid June, that's a lot different. Yeah, no, that man not, ain't coming back next year. Yeah, like, yeah, he will that's, not play next year. The beginning of the next that. season, he's not playing next year. That's tough. I bet LeBron sitting there like Drake. You saw Drake face. Oh man, they fake ass. Damn oh, man, that, I'm so man. Why man? Not you, KD. Hey, we good. <laughs> I don't like that. That's light skin stuff right now. He, he was doing like too him. much. His acting was over the top. Like he's supposed to just be sitting there like. Like fuck. No, just sitting there with no. He didn't no even have to say that. He could have just said, "Hey, man, keep your head up." That's yeah, it. No, I mean, like, like, he, he, he should have just been sitting there, doing, like shaking his head, and just kind of with a look, like, "Damn, that's fucked up." So basically, Drake would never be in a movie. Well, I mean, he's oh. an actor. Yeah, Obviously. let's not forget but he's a bad that Drake one, is actually known for his acting before his rapping. Like, but that wasn't that good either. We knew Drake as an actor before a rapper. He was a never mind. That's insensitive. But that's that's not good. He went. He went. I went all that good. And he went a hard role to play. So, so now you, so now you telling that man that his. So you would have did better if yeah. I was gonna acting like I wanted. You know who did better? A dude from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, a light skinned nigga from ten, Britain. Ten crumpets. Would have did better. Then Drake, you would have acted better on that Damn. sideline. What did you Ruckus. I just Elba was a big Idris Elba was a big fan. He'd have been on the sideline acting like the right way. Well, he started no. crying. He was started crying. He cried. He he wouldn't. He would have been fussing on that. He just stood there with his arms crossed, crying no, with that one, one big tear. tear. One tear. That one big one. <laughs> and made sure it came right when came right when they came a pan to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Drake Drake is not the best actor because you yeah. can't. Like honestly, you can't feel like you can feel bad about it. Yeah. But you can't be sitting there like, oh my god, I'm hurt about it. No, you can't be animated. No, because if he was one hundred percent animated. Yeah, like if the Saints was bad in the NFC championship and Todd Gurley like tore his knee out in the middle of the game. I don't like you would be like, Damn, that sucks. But you wouldn't be like, Oh man, no Damn. Oh, I was hoping Goff. that this series Fuck was going to be harder than this. Yeah, like, oh, Jerry Goff. Man, I wish they had their starting quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just threw for three something on that. Yeah, yeah. No, man. Like, okay. I'd be like, darn, that sucks. I'd be like, all right, bro. Hey, hold your head, bro. That sucks. But I'm not, I'm I'm not, not about, about to go over, over. I mean, Drake, hopefully, by the time y'all hear this, the boys might have already won an NBA championship. We're going to find out. We're recording this on Wednesday. But Who y'all, uh, who y'all want to win? I told y'all Raptors in six a couple of weeks yeah. ago on the podcast. So yeah. I'm actually like, nah, I'm pulling for the Warriors. So you said something about hopefully the views of Al Donice do not. No, nah, I, I want to. That, that no, it's, it's too much. You're pulling for the Warriors? I'm pulling for the Warriors. They put they put the penalties out too many times in the first round. America. I'm pulling for the people. Now nah, I'm straight on that. I'm straight on America, man. I'm, I'm down with my Canadians right now. <laughs> Look at him. 
Don't hey, like hey, Rod, he, he really want to be from Britain. That's why he mad. Want to be from Toronto. <laughs> he want to be from Britain. <laughs> I'm going to Toronto for the celebration, straight you, up. You can go get you. You can go get your little accent from out there. Yeah, I'm saying. They, hey, Métis? No, that's not what they say. What, what, hey, how Britons come at niggas? Like, how they talk? How Britons come at niggas? Yeah, like nigga Britons. They don't talk like the regular white people. Everybody got their own slang. No, they, all, they still they talk like proper. people from... I mean, yeah. you ever seen how people from California come at people? They don't talk like regular <laughs> say niggas. Say cuz. They talk like very proper niggas. But they still have their own dialect. Though. Like, they look, they talk different, though. White people Just because y'all don't know nothing about how to talk English in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Just because y'all sound ridiculous all the time. Hey, I'm man, look, it's been real um, running it with you people again this right, week, bye. man. Appreciate y'all checking in and all that good stuff, <laughs> man. We will check you out next week on the illustrious Best Friend Weekend podcast. We out. Real S's moving silence like aisle. <laughs>